It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So welcome to the show. Um, of course, this is Mind Your Business. I'm your host, Jamila, and you are Neoka Francis, yes. and you are owner and founder of Blue Lily Consulting. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey today, but before we get started, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, as you said, I'm Neoka Francis. I'm owner um, of Blue Lily Consulting, which is an end-of-life consulting business, and we do services as well. I am an only child to both of my parents, and I have one child myself. Okay. Both parents are deceased at this time of my life, which has pushed me to do what I'm doing with Blue Lily Consulting. Okay. Um, for me, having one child, I don't want him to go through grieving and the stress of putting my affairs together um, when it's my time. Yeah. So this has been a journey for me. Um, I do have a full-time job, and I've just made 17 years. Oh, wow. Also in customer service, okay. which I love and which has also been a great help with, I guess, dealing with people and their journeys always in life. Because I work in insurance, so mm -hmm. I would... I didn't just do the insurance at the end of the day when you're talking to them over the phone. Right. It actually became a listening ear of someone they spoke with and they were able to hang up and say thankful, thank you, because mm -hmm. I gave some useful information to. Okay. And weirdly enough, it all had to do with either them preparing for retirement or their end of life because somebody else is dying mm -hmm. or something's happening to them. And that was, I can say, most of the time I've actually talked to people. Really? So is that how you came to opening this business or starting this business? Did, did you say, oh, wait a minute, there's a need for this kind of support? That helped. Okay. It definitely helped. And it made it easier as well, um, being that I can have that conversation already with most people. Mm -hmm. um, but if a lot of people dying close to me and a lot of people I've seen pass away and their families going through the situation also helped with me pushing this business mm -hmm. forward as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's, it's a topic that, like, most of us try to shy away from. We yes. know it's promised to everybody, right? <laughs> yes. We know what's going to happen, but you don't know when. Exactly. And so sometimes having the conversation about death, it's like, yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Exactly. So it's interesting. I do think that there is a need for that type of support because it can be overwhelming, right? Yes. I mean, you're dealing with the death of a loved one, so you're grieving, but then you got to figure out what to do and how to do it and how to bring it all together. So how do you, um, with Blue Lily, support people or families in, in, in that role? Like what exactly are the services that you, you provide? So the support on from Blue Lily um, going to each person is either individuals or the family on a hill. Okay. So if it's an individual that's actually trying to put their self together because they've come become ill and it's just them, we support you through putting your affairs together. We'll support you for emotionally okay. um, wise. Mm -hmm. If you need someone as a companion to go in to the different 
offices that mm-hmm. you need to go to, we'll be there for that okay. support as well. So it's not just consulting. We're actually supporting you through each step if you need it okay. along the way. For the family, um, again, if they need the support or someone to talk to, if there's an issue, we can become... I guess mediator for the loved one who's passing mm. at the time, mm-hmm. just kind of concerning the family, letting them know what the the person wants, if we have their needs already. So it, it makes it a little easier for the one that's passing and the family members. It, right. It's a, some sort of calm. Yeah. At the end of the day, because it could be hard. It's it's a lot that the families kind of go through in that situation yeah for sure i mean i'm thinking about you know when my loved ones have passed and then you have to try and steady yourself or put your your grief or grieving on the back burner so that you can go through the process of getting everything sorted and making sure all the affairs are in order so are there any what would you recommend to to someone maybe for themselves or for their family in terms of how do you start that conversation? Because I don't, like, I never even thought that there was some end-of-life kind of consulting or <laughs> that could assist. So how how do you go about letting people know that you are available? And, and when they come to you, how what, what are you looking for them to say? So when they come to me uh-huh. and I'm letting them know that there is an end-of-life um, consultancy, we help with putting the funeral together, yeah. if you need be. And if you have a budget or you want it within a budget, we will help with that. And I notice now that seems to be an issue as well. Okay. And then we will help as well with walking you through the situations. If we need to be the admin part, put it together, email it out to a law firm, wherever you need it, we will be that to kind of make the situation a little easier. Mm-hmm. For them to actually talk about it, um, it's little bits and pieces we'll kind of go off to. Mm-hmm. I kind of start off at looking at again where we say tomorrow's not promised to anybody if you look at how life is turning right now anything can happen and do you want this struggle or most of that part put on your loved ones when you're going they may not understand they may not be able to cope and Mm -hmm. it's amazing as strong as we are some things we can't deal with when it comes down to it yep and i'm example for that for my mom when it came down to it i was okay, we're going to get this together, get that together. But the minute she passed, like, it was, I was numb. I wasn't hearing. I was hearing. Um, My cousin came down from the States, so she was there. She was my support. She Mm -hmm. was the person that actually picked up what I didn't pick up or vice versa because even though I was numb at some point, she was too. Yeah. So she was in denial of my mom yeah. passing. So yeah. it kind of worked out for the both of us. And that's the support that most people don't realize that they need. Yeah. And if it's just you, that's what we're here for. Okay. Um, again, it was just me. I'm the only child. So kind of going. No, through. yeah, you didn't exactly. have anybody else to. to get support from exactly. you're like i need help you know i need to take a break and, and if you don't know where to start yeah that's why we're here. yeah if you don't know where to start where do we go from her what needs to be looked at and it's a lot of little pieces people forget to even look at um during the pandemic it was a a big thing um mm-hmm. A lot of people were able to get their wheels and assets sorted, but then you have those that feel that, oh, I don't know him or anything. Right, so, so I don't need to I don't need worry to. about that. Right. So you do. It's mm-hmm. still a lot of other things yeah. you want to put in place, and you'll be surprised 
when it comes down to it, what somebody wants to go for. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very interesting from that perspective because some people would think, well, I don't have any major assets. There's nothing that I'm willing away or doing. So I don't need to make any arrangements. Exactly. Right? But I do appreciate that just the funeral alone and what you want and how you want it to go requires some sort of planning. Exactly. Um, so I do think that if with Blue Lily, you are able to provide that kind of support or guidance for families or for individuals, right? Yeah. Because it's like, <laughs> like I said, we all got to go through it. We're all going to do it. But it's like, how do you get your mind around that idea and then be willing to say, well, today after lunch, I'm going to go into Blue Lily <laughs> and we're going to talk about what I need to happen for when I pass. Exactly. Like, that's like, so, you got to the level of like self-awareness <laughs> is like on 10 when it comes to that. And so, agreed, it is. You, you definitely have to be mentally ready. But my goal is to not make it seem so morbid, yeah. but kind of make it fun. So it's in a steps way, and I kind of, to me, my, my um, sorry, my saying is, yeah. your end of life is your your ultimate chapter in your life. That's, yeah. that's your last chapter. How yeah. do you want to go? How do you want to make it? At the end of the day, most of us tend to think, okay, we leave it to our loved ones. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what do you want? Yeah. It's still it's still you about have you. Ability. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You have you can fix it any way you want. Mm-hmm. Um these are my colors. This is what I want. Yeah, yeah. Um and if you put it on paper, then at the end of the day there's no fight. Right. Um it might be more than one child or mm-hmm. sister and one says, No, mom I want it this way or right, they right, want right. it this way and I the know other what one's they like, want. No, I want I know what they want. So if it's actually in writing, then it's set. Yeah. I also call it you get the last say in life. Ah. And you know some we exactly. like how that last exactly. word. So. <laughs> you get the last say. So you're not just putting your funeral together. Um you get to write a little something to your loved ones yeah. that you can that can actually be spoken out at yeah. the time of your funeral. So yeah. it's other little things you can do to not just think, oh my God, I'm just putting, I'm gotta put my funeral together. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't want to be doing this. It's morbid, but I look at it like this: if you like to dress up or you like to be clean, you. This is how I want yeah, to make sure I have yeah, this. Make yeah. sure I do that. So yeah. it can be fun. It can mm-hmm. be. Um, a little different, yeah. Some people still say it's morbid. Yeah. But you want to make sure that when you're thinking of your life policy, mm-hmm. this is part of your life right. policy. This is part of all your end of life, all of your affairs. This is part of it. When you want to think of retirement, all of this is part, part of, of it. it. Yeah. So it shouldn't be something we shy away from right. or run from, you know. I think it's just a change in how we think of it, yes. right? Because nobody wants to die, really. Exactly. You know, most of us don't. <laughs> Um, so when it comes to that, it's just changing your vision. I like the way you described it. It's like you get to write your own story, and this is the last chapter. How do you want your story to end? Exactly. It's, it's nice to think of it that way. It's like I get to say what the final days are going to look like for myself. Right. right. Um, and I do. I, I would agree. We always tell people, like, even when you're starting a business and you're doing your business planning, right, especially if there's a partner involved, exactly. it's like write it down. Yeah. Because... <laughs> 
because if you don't, you're going to be like, she said. And you're going to be like, no, no, she said. But if it's written, both of you have the ability to look at it and say, okay, no, this is what we agreed. This is how we're going to go forward. Exactly. And then it takes all that guessing and the stress. That's where the stress comes from. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Trying to figure it out. You're like, what well, I think. And no, I think. And mm-hmm. then everybody mad at the end of the day. So um, it makes a lot of sense. So it's interesting to me that, like you said, you are in insurance. So you're having these conversations with people. Do you think um, outside of just supporting them with insurance, you're having like, counseling sessions if you will well, that's yes, what I'm gonna yeah. call it with, <laughs> with people and so do you think that that's just an in, innately part a part of who you are and it allows you to be able to provide the services with blue lily almost naturally or organically it's not anything you had to learn how to do most definitely I've actually been that person growing up I would say most of it so Again, I've lost people throughout mm-hmm. my life. I've seen families who's lost people. I've been there just talking and helping. So it started from young, very young mm. at, at the time. And it's definitely natural for me to be able to help where I can, if I can, and how I do it. I've been in the customer service for 17 years, and I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I like what I do. And you do feel inside a little rewarding way when you're able to make that person feel comfortable mm-hmm. or get to the girl where they wanted to be or the it's soft mm-hmm. you know you fixed it mm-hmm. and it's all to say in this type of business is rewarding but it is yeah because it's a lot grieving you can nobody knows what stage you're going to be at when someone passes because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different stages mm-hmm. to grief like I say, for me, I was numb, so I needed that person there because my hearing was in and out, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. you you hear, you don't hear because you're going off. Mm-hmm. You have some people that are angry at mm-hmm. the time, and they could be angry for a whole lot of different reasons. Right. And so mama passes, a lot of things come to come back. Yeah, a lot yeah. of, I wish I could, I, yeah, I wish I, I didn't. I should have said this. Exactly. I, I didn't apologize, you know, right. all of this. Yeah. And for me i had that afterwards mm-hmm. i had i wish i would have known before mm-hmm. we had two weeks that's all we had me and my mom knowing mm-hmm. what she had two weeks and that was it wow so when you're in that position it's definitely difficult more reason why we should definitely put our affairs in order ahead of time right you know because right. when you're at that point again you're still going through emotions you're in shock of finding out that this person now has a terminally yeah Ill disease yeah and they have a short time to live. So, so when, when, okay, so in a situation like that where the person is terminally ill, so you do have sort of a timetable. In some instances, you don't. Like me, I don't know. Exactly. You know, who knows? I could go outside, God forbid, knock on wood, you know, <laughs> um, and something can happen. So, what is your recommendation to people? When should they come see you? Like, should it be scheduled or by the time you get 40 or 50, you need to come in, you know, say right. like when you go get your mammograms and all your checkups, it's like by this time you need to do this. What would be your advice or suggestion to people about when they should reach out to Blue Lily right. to, to get support? So when I started looking at it, I actually said I'm going to go from the ages of 35 to 55. Yeah, I kind of felt wrong then you're kind of mature enough to kind of look at things. But then I also look at 
the minute you're legal, 18, yeah. the minute you got a job, your insurance is in place, people already telling you you need life insurance, mm -hmm. that's the time you should start because it's all part of your end of life. Again, when you look at life insurance, that's basically saying your life insurance, in case you pass, this is who gets yeah, this it. Is what, yeah. So that's a start to it at the end of the day. So okay. I think when you're mentally ready, even if it starts with a little, a little thing, I have advanced directives at Allstate Hospital, you know, mm -hmm. that little piece of paper could be a life-saving situation. It can also help with what you want mm -hmm. as a person of, in case you're in a state that you need tubes, you can't talk. Right, gonna, right, you right, know, right. That helps. And again, 16, 18, we've got bike accidents, things happening. So the sooner, the better. Okay. Okay. And again, you don't have to start off with everything right away. It could be piece at a time because again, this could be overwhelming when you're yeah. starting to look at stuff. You at like, the wait end a minute, of the I just got my bike license. What <laughs> you talking about? Exactly, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> but I think it goes back to what we had said earlier about just changing how you think about death exactly. and the mindset associated with it. So you know, when you get your life insurance policy. Well, we're going to talk about this as well because exactly. it goes hand in hand, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, that's, I feel like there's a whole educational component associated it, with what you do because you got to get people to start thinking differently, it right? Is, it is. It's definitely a lot to think about um, for yourself, family-wise, individuals. So, think of it as you got two parents and then here you are, got five kids. Yeah. By the time they turn 16, 18, you're not just thinking about you two individually or together. These five kids now got to think of what they want and how yeah. they want it. It's not just about you and how things are going to go. Um, for me, I like to get the person individually mm -hmm. so we know exactly what they want. Right. You know, right. we can then share it with the family if mm -hmm. what you want and if there's any problems or how, you know, parents like to negotiate and yeah. they find that out. <laughs> so they don't really want that. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. That is so funny. Right. All right. So, um,. I think what you're doing is fabulous, by the way, because I do think it's needed. But talk to me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, right? You work for in the customer service industry. You're currently working. So how does what you do for your full-time employer differ in your own business? Like, what are the differences between operating and running your own business and working for someone else? <laughs> so definitely working for someone else is, I guess, Again, 17 years or always yeah, yeah, work yeah. with someone else. You're you're used to it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a set time. You're in, you're out. You know what you have to do exactly. Running your own business or putting it together, you have all these different changes. Mm -hmm. And now this is what's on the back end. This has to be done. Now you have to actually do it for yourself. There's nobody doing it. Yeah, and you're it ain't just like, that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who, who gonna do <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, for a minute, I'm had a moment, like, okay, this needs to be done. Yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. you say it, I'm just like, all right, I got to do this. I, I got to get me. back to this. Yes. <laughs> Let's get back, and now we got to focus, get right. back in hand. And it is um, very time-consuming, because yeah. once you leave this job, you have to kind of switch yourself off yeah. to now come over to this job. Again, for me, it's it helps because it's customer service mm -hmm. already over here. So mm -hmm. 
dealing with the people on the phone, emails, mm-hmm. and coming over to her, that piece of it is easy. Okay. And again, comes natural. Right. It's just the, the back end of again, putting it all together yourself and the research, which I don't mind when it comes to the research. It's just all oh, everything else that back end that paperwork. I know <laughs> for this person and getting that person. So for you, what would you say is the most challenging thing that you've had to experience since starting? Um, I want to say the most challenging in the beginning mm-hmm. was probably reaching out to different people and trying to get their feedback or okay. to getting them in. When I started, and I started to say, even now, so just a few weeks ago, yeah. people were asking. And the most I got of three people back to back and all on different days, which is really weird, uh-huh. was, that's morbid. See? Yeah. That, that's morbid. And all I could do was smile and laugh. Yeah. But at the end of the day, not really, because, you know, you want to make sure everything's in order for yourself. Yeah. You want to make sure... That nothing's missed or nothing get what you worked for just doesn't get left in the yeah. highway. You want to make sure when you pass away, you're 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 doing it the way you want it to yeah, be done. Yeah. You know, your yeah. choice. We have choices of cremation being buried if right. you're not wanting in a church, not a church. It's a it's a lot of things that actually go with it now that you're able to do, and most people don't look at it now. Right. And now that most people on a budget, you know, you're just saying, oh. Well, I can't afford ten thousand. How am I gonna do it? Right. So if you you work on it now rather mm-hmm. than later, it's it helps. It's a difference, you know. Do you have kind of relationships with other, I guess, industry partners, the funeral homes and things like that, so that having those conversations for you would be a lot easier and more seamless than me? I don't know, like who, like, yes, you know, so, what to do and what am I supposed to say? What am I asking for? Exactly. So when I first started, yes, I reached out to all the funeral homes. That was part of my research. Okay. Um, went out to all the funeral homes. I definitely now speak to David Augustus on and off if it's anything I need to look at or mm-hmm, need. Mm-hmm. Um, I go Amos here and there. Okay. I've, um, to look at anything that's got to be updated, any changes, right. um, anything I need to know. So, and then actually that's another thing on my agenda to now actually get them, go back to them all for anything else since the pandemic's over, for anything else that may have they, changed. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure since the pandemic, something had something to change. Changed. You know what happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he has to have on a mask. <laughs> like, but why? <laughs> yes. Um, uh, so, um, I do want to talk a little bit about your participation in Enterprise Bermuda. Yes. And so, you are in that incubator program. And just, what, what made you decide to apply? Like, what was your thought process behind signing up for it so it was I think I I wanted to know if I need it more if I'm doing it right mm. or if, you know something else I needed to do and I had actually reached out to Carla Zoo and she was just like I think you should do this and take a read and look at it yeah and I read it I was like I need to do this <laughs> 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 so it was Definitely no if answer, but right, it right. was signed up right away. Let's get into it and see how this can actually work for me. And it definitely has opened my eyes to a lot of things. And it has definitely 
open up some things that you kind of close your mind onto. You mm. you know it, but it just hasn't come to right. the forefront. So you just need it. And it's definitely uplifted me to kind of push now even more right. and a lot farther into what I want to do. Okay. So. so let's talk about, so it's a 12-month program. And, you know, you have your different steps and there's other 28 other entrepreneurs in it with you. Um, so have you found that there's any kind of synergy or uh, working with the other entrepreneurs? Are there similar things that you guys talk about how to make certain things work? How does that relationship with the other kind of entrepreneurs in the program? So I think that actually works really well because as we're in, everyone's talking about their their different experience yeah. or different intakes or their opinions on different things, which kind of helps you mm -hmm. to kind of sort out how you want to do different things. Mm -hmm. So the different opinions definitely work mm -hmm. um, for me and being able to sit with the others going through the same thing. Yeah. And I noticed the number one fear is failing. Yeah. And that was something we actually learned. So most of the successful entrepreneurs they failed before they actually made oh, yeah. it somewhere. So Multiple it's times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the fur that I did have of not being, not going any further in the mm -hmm. business or slowing it down just cause mm -hmm. is actually subsided. It's, oh, it's good. off. So it's kind of pushing me a little more. It was a lot more to the fur as well. Yeah. Again, um, like I said, being customer service for 17 years, you hear a lot, you see a lot. Um, in the beginning was like, don't put your face out there. And, yeah. You know, all of that. That was definitely a fur for me. Um, kind of growing up and everybody, oh, you're dark or you can't do this or mm. that. So putting the face out there kind of mean it was an option. But then I had to think to myself, do I have that issue in real life? Right. Walking on the street and that problem. I really don't. Right. You know. It's so. amazing how <laughs> society and other people can almost shape how you go throughout life, right? Exactly. And it's like, what can you use to like drown out that noise? Because mm -hmm. it's noise, right? Exactly. And it's getting in the way of e progress. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, what can you use? What tools can you use? Whether it's self-reflection or other people like whatever. Um, so I just think, I think it's interesting that you said that. And when you self-reflected. Yes. You said, but that doesn't really happen. Right, exactly. <laughs> so why am I afraid? Why exactly. am I letting this? And doing research and everything else, and you see all sorts of people doing the same thing. Yeah. It shouldn't be a problem. No. Like, you know, we shouldn't make it a problem for ourselves. Exactly. And that's and that's the issue I think most of us have. And I think one of the things that you are saying that I would 100% agree with, I had another conversation with one of your um, incubatees about manis manifestation. And yes. you speak in to or move the way you want to be received. And I really do think that that's powerful. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that you have the ability to determine how it's going to go based on how you move, you know, in your in your own space. So um, that's a, a good point that you brought up, I think. Uh, definitely. And for me, I've always seen it be something. So even though I've, I've during the pandemic, it was 
a lot of fan calls yeah. um, and different people kind of sat back a little bit in after as it slowed down because yeah. you know I think people feel like oh life is getting back to normal and forgetting right. that I'm, this I'm is still part of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not gonna die. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> over <laughs> right so it gives me a chance again to reflect on myself and putting it out there yeah. and again the business how else I want to do it yeah and being in this enterprise has pushed me to and it's actually uplifted in what I'm doing I'm actually excited now about it and putting it out there and, yeah. and going forth and, and, and seeing where it can go and how it can go because I'm excited and kind of helping people in a yeah. different way as well so I'm like listen <laughs> if you gonna take the burden off me yes do it please <laughs> thank you and I really do think that people until they realize right. what it entails and and what kind of support you can provide then they're like, yeah, no, 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 no. But then once you realize, oh, wow, you're going to take all of this off of me so I can focus on other things or whatever the case may be, who wouldn't buy it, right? And and that that I think that was the big issue, especially in the beginning. So it was just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm doing the end-of-life planning yeah, for you. I'm doing yeah. the funeral planning. But them not getting that I can I'm actually here to support you do yes. it all I'm actually to support you your family however yeah. you need it because this is all part of the end of life planning it's all part of the funeral when you put it together the planning for it that's yeah. that's what it is it's not just a consultant or not just to be that admin for you and get it done yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, it yeah. you know it's to be that listening there if you need a cry if you just need someone to sit there mm. just because that's that's what we're for oh i love that <laughs> so what do you want blue lily consultant to be when it grows up <laughs> i wanted to i actually have in my mind just four different products that it's gonna give out okay um, for Bermuda or for people, mm -hmm. you know, that they can come to for. I wanted to definitely be that, I guess, one stop, two stop shop yeah, to go yeah, through yeah. when it comes to it all. Mm -hmm. You know, I want us to be able to use and utilize our, res our Bermuda resources, as in the, the lawyers and those persons that can sing at the funerals. I yeah. wanted to be, this is where you, you can get them, all of those that okay. actually do the obituaries and yeah. write them up or do different ways because now it's becoming extravagant when yeah. some people have it, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I also want people to know that if you have a budget, let's work and see how we can provide we what can you want within, within your budget. that budget. Okay. Exactly. You know, it, it's we hear okay, ten thousand, twelve thousand, I've had to do my father's for no less. Yeah. Four thousand. Right. So right. You kinda had to figure out how you work that. Right. It was doable. Okay. You know. So <laughs> it sounds to me like you wanted to be like a full service kind of wraparound support. Yes. So come to us and we will you know? Exactly. <laughs> we will take care of it all. Like once you come here, you don't have to worry about anything else. Yes. Um, I think that is wonderful. I just want to say congratulations. Thank you. I do think it's a needed service and it's just important for people to change how they think about death and yes. what is required to get ready for it. And you have the ability, based on what you said, to write your final chapter and exactly. why not take it? Exactly. Right? Well, I love it. <laughs> How can people, if they want to learn more, find out more, how can they get in touch with you? So they can go onto my website, okay. www. Sorry, www. <laughs> Blue Lily. 
consultant.org. Okay. And then there's our cell number, which is 705-6762. Okay. And either way, we can reach out to you. We do have a small Facebook page and an Instagram page as well. Okay. And we'll get back to you however you Right. Well, I love it. I want to thank you for coming and talking to us. Thank you for having me. About your journey um, and the support that you provide, which I think is very, very much needed. Yes. So thank you for minding your business with us today. Thank you for having me. And remember, if you don't mind your business, who will? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.